JMU is top dog in the Sun Belt. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Dave Schultz, back with another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. All right, not a whole lot of action in the Sunbelt, but some crazy action none uh, the less. All right, it all started with that instant classic last week. Uh, Coastal Carolina takes down App State for the first time in lovely Boone, North Carolina, 27-24. All right. Uh, James Madison was playing uh, Georgia Southern. That did not go as I thought. Troy beat Army. That did go as I thought. Uh, Georgia State and Marshall didn't go as I thought. And nobody thought well, <laughs> what happened in San Marcos was going to happen. And those are all the games we have to talk about. So we will go over. We already did Coastal and App State. So we only have four games to go over. And we'll go over all of them uh, in this episode. Usually we have, you know, seven or so to go over. And so we break it up into two episodes. But we'll just go over these uh, four games. Uh, and let's start off with JMU. Uh, I guess I learned my lesson. I don't know why I picked Georgia Southern. JMU, JMU is the best team in this conference. And it may not be by a little bit. It really might not be. Uh James Madison shut down Georgia Southern, who averages, what, like 338 passing yards a game? They came up with 304, but it didn't really matter. This game was over in the first two possessions. It was 14-0, and Georgia Southern couldn't get anything done. James Madison is really good. Jordan McLeod is really good. I mean, they scored on their first four possessions of the game. It was 20-0. Georgia Southern's defense showed a little bit of life, holding JMU to a couple of field goals. And when when Georgia Southern had the opportunity to get back in the game, they couldn't. They had a chance, you can imagine, all right, down 20 to 3, get a touchdown. They got to make a take it opportunity. Get it down to 20 to 10, and then 2017, and you have a ball game because they got the ball to begin the, uh, the second half. Didn't happen. And then they had disaster happen 27 to 6. Davis Brin sacked, fumbled, has to come out of the game. Backup quarterback Jason French comes in, forced to throw the ball on second and whatever because it was second and whatever, and they need a first down. They need to get going. His pass is tipped, picked off, run back. Next play is touchdown. That's your ballgame. For such a big ball game, I don't know if Georgia Southern was not prepared not ready to go, too hyped up, whatever it was. JMU played overall much better than they did in the game 
they had against South Alabama. And they mentioned it, right? Against South Alabama, they struggled. And though I made fun of Ken Womack about it, we only gave up, you know, if we didn't give up those explosive plays, we we it would have been a different ball game. Well, yes, it would have been if you didn't give up the three explosive plays for touchdowns. But let's see what they were. They were two for 14 on third down against South Alabama. JMU, not that much better for 10, although that's a couple less first down, a couple less third downs. And they were one-on-one on fourth downs. So on one of the third downs, they didn't convert. They converted on fourth down. Georgia Southern just wasn't ready. Forget about what happened at the end of the ball game. You know, as I said in the instant recap, this game, this game was not nearly as close as this score would indicate. It wasn't as though Georgia Southern was inside the 10-yard line and couldn't do it, you know, for most of the game. They did get down there. How far were their field goals? Let's see here. They kicked a 43-yard field goal. They did kick a 27-yard field goal. So the 43-yard field goal, they're still not in the red zone. The 27-yard field goal is from the 10, right? So, uh, or they were on the 10. They are not, James Madison is, and, not only is James Madison the best in this conference, um, I'm not sure anybody can challenge them in the East. And yet, because of this ridiculous rule that they cannot play in postseason, they can't play for the Sunbelt Championship, and they can't play for a bowl game because, let's be straight, first of all, they should be ranked in the top 25. And they would very, they very, not easily, but they very well could have been, if this is next year, in the top 12. Do we think that they would have a tough time against the, the bottom five of the top 25? Louisville just lost to Pitt and a quarterback making his first start. Air Force, Tulane, and who's 25? Let's see. These are the bottom four on the top 25. Louisville, Air Force, Tulane, Iowa, and UCLA. Any of those teams going into Harrisonburg and coming out with a victory? I'm not so sure. Right? I don't even know if Tennessee can go into Harrisonburg and come out with a victory. Duke, Notre Dame. A lot of teams that are okay and have gotten by. Not overall that great. This is a really good college football team, and it's a real shame that they this is their this is their their bowl game this year is you know their season is to go twelve and zero and give a fat big sorry middle finger to the NCAA. The Sun Belt is only doing what the NCAA is doing, uh, but it is a real shame that that's the case. JMU three hundred eighty four yards, two hundred fifty nine yards passing again. Jordan McLeod. 20 of 31, three touchdowns on the ground, 125 yards. They only had three penalties, not a whole lot of penalties in the whole game. Either way, six penalties total. Uh, Georgia Southern actually did a pretty good job rushing the ball, 64 yards. JMU only gives up, you know, less than 40. Uh, But Davis Brin struggled. Although I did, did anyone see that play? I mean, am I wrong? Did they run a reverse flea flicker? Screen pass. I got to go back and look at, did they, did they run the screen pass to the original wide receiver? Oh, that'd be even better. 
because right they ran a reverse right like Bryn handed it off or flipped it to somebody right and then he flipped it to another wide receiver he flipped it back to Bryn and Bryn put it it was a screen pass oh I gotta go back and look I didn't even think of that till just now that the original wide receiver who got oh my god that play took forever now it did work not sure how many yards it's supposed to go for, but it did get a first down. They get 12 yards, but that is a crazy play. And it looked like for the most part, Georgia Southern was going side to side and it wasn't really working. They were having a difficult time going downfield, you know, and they were in a hole from the get-go. And I'll tell you this right now. I don't think that game is any different if it's in Statesboro. Maybe it's a little closer, but JMU is that good. And they are, unfortunately, getting screwed by the NCAA. All right. Kurt Signetti's got himself a team. Uh, we'll, we'll see. The Sun Belt, I'd, I'd put JMU with almost, you know, with a lot of teams from Power Five that would have difficulties playing JMU this year. That's what I think. All right. Let's take a timeout. We'll do the rest. Uh, Texas State with an improbable comeback and an improbable everything. That game was improbable. Uh, Troy with a relatively easy win. And, what you know, I could say what's wrong with Marshall, but how about Georgia State? How about we give credit to Georgia State? All right, again, Yeti-style tumbler. We actually have a double sponsor. That's how well a Lockdown Sunbelt is doing. First up is game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from the seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you can pick the section and Game Time picks the seats. For an average of 18% savings. And game time guarantees you'll always get the best price. If you find the tickets in the same in the section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt. Almost confused the spelling on, on that. So, all right, let's see if we could do it off the top of my head. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. Locked on college. There you go. Uh, all right, also brought to you by... Price picks. Price picks is a skilled, real money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their price picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. At price picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections. Available instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. Price picks entries can be made six in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks offers a recently improved deposit and withdrawal experience, including the option to use Apple Pay for quick deposits into your account. 
Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On College. I did it. I did it. Locked On Sunbelt. You're... <laughs> Your team every day knew that was going to happen. Uh, and it continues to happen, actually. All right. So let's give credit to where credit is due. All right. How about Georgia State? Georgia State gets off to this great start. Uh, they have two huge ball games with a bye in the middle. And they laid an egg, let's be honest, against Troy. They just flat out laid an egg. They lost to Troy 28-7. Just didn't show up. Huge win against Coastal Carolina. Um, they get Troy at home, and it just it didn't happen, right? It just did not happen. They actually did. They actually kept Kamani Vidal in check, 76 yards, but Gunnar Watson threw for 256, and Georgia State had three turnovers. So they laid an A. They had a week to think about it. They welcome in Marshall, and they torched the Marshall uh, defense. Now, didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of this ball game. Did see some as Marshall was trying to come back. Uh, and we'll get to that here in a second. So Georgia State beats Marshall 41-24, and Marshall's got serious issues. Uh, they do. 474 yards of total offense for Georgia State. Really balanced, 234 in the air, 240 on the ground. Marshall had the only turnover in the ballgame. Marshall's offense actually had 457 yards, but the defense was just, the defense hasn't been there. Georgia State, 7 of 15 on third downs. Tough to get off the field. Darren Granger, solid. 21 of 31 uh, for 234 yards and a touchdown. How about Marcus Carroll? Yeah. Marcus Carroll, running back, 28 carries, 159 yards, and one touchdown. Granger had two touchdowns on the ground, uh, 12 carries, 62 yards, so three touchdowns total. Cam Fancher, I mean, did what he could. I mean, stats are pretty good. 27 to 34, 301 with one touchdown. Rasheen Ali, got, I think he had a big fumble in there, uh, 103 yards and two scores. Really, I don't know if it's a turning point of the game, but where Marshall had a shot, they were down 27-24, and they stopped Georgia State at the Georgia State 28-yard line. Fourth and seven. Beginning of the fourth quarter, they roughed the kicker. They ran into the kicker. Why would you run into the kicker at that point in time? One of the guys actually stopped not to run into the kicker. Somebody else either got pushed into him or got way too close. It was a penalty, and that was it. Georgia State takes that in for a touchdown, and you go from 27-24 and you getting the ball to now it's 34-24 and you getting the ball. Had all the momentum. You get a touchdown. You get a stop. You got a shot. They couldn't stop him after that. And Georgia State gets a couple scores. 
at that point in time. So Georgia State coming to me, Georgia State, well, not coming to me, but coming to Lafayette to take on the Cajuns. Cajuns have had a week off. Uh, this could be an interesting game. Early line was the Cajuns by one. All right. Uh, you got, and you have, you know, two very dynamic quarterbacks, but you got the veteran Darren, uh, Darren Granger going up against uh, the freshman Zion uh, Chris. Could be a very, very good ball game, which defense can keep the other quarterback in check. Now you do have to talk about Marshall. I, I mean, what is going on with them? They can't stop anything. Let's see if they gave, did they give up some more, uh, I was going to say big plays. Let's see the big touchdown plays. Georgia State, 24-yard run, touchdown. Georgia State, no, no, no. 74-yard pass, another explosive play. The other, the last two touchdowns were in close. So two more explosive plays against Marshall's defense. And it just has not, it just hasn't been any good, right? What do we say? 400 and some odd yards. Uh, this time around, let's see what NC State, NC State put up, had to put up a bunch, right? NC State put up 400 yards and ODU put up a bunch of yards. Yeah, the defense has to get fixed. ODU, 434 yards. So Marshall's given up like 1,200 yards in the last, more than 1,200 yards in the last three weeks. That's unacceptable. They're, they are too good of a team, and Charles Huff needs to figure it out. All right, whether it's replacing people, maybe they're banged up. Doesn't seem like that's the case. You know, following the Thundercast guys um, on Twitter, again, can't watch the whole game. Uh, but they need to figure things out. And they need to figure them out fast. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. Uh, we'll quickly go over Troy. They had a kind of a workman-like win over Army, but then you had a crazy, and again, huh, I mean, Texas State totally gets away with one. Uh, great comeback, great atmosphere. And something that the Kate, well, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. It's, it's, it gets boring doing it on the radio all the time. But there's a lot of teams bypassing the cages, right? James Madison, Marshall. App State, Georgia Southern, now Texas State. We'll see what South Alabama has in a couple of weeks, but South Alabama plays on Tuesday. We'll see if anybody's at that ballgame. All right, um, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about that unbelievable Texas State ballgame. I got a text from another beat writer. He's like, what's going on? And the game is in San Marcos. <laughs> uh, so, well, not another beat writer somebody else who covers a Sunbelt team uh, texted me during the ball game. Uh, all right. Time to tell you about now it's time to tell you about athletic brewing and the game changer of the week. All right. Much like we got to go with Jordan McLeod athletic brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Jordan McLeod put the game out of reach against Georgia Southern immediately. He had a fantastic ball game, led uh, JMU on a couple of uh, drives to begin the game. And from there, it was all Dukes in the 41-13 ball game. Threw for three touchdown passes, two very early on. 
Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, full of flavor and well-crafted, just like a full-strength beer. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewingcompany.com. First-time customers can use Locked On to get 15% of your first online order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewingcompany.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all time. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Bobcats steal one from uh, ULM, and it's just been a brutal couple of games for ULM, right? They should have beaten App State, and they should have beaten uh, Texas State. Uh, they very easily could be four and two instead of a two and four. I mean, r- they get a goal line stand against them. Then App State hits a game-winning field goal at the end. And this one, they are leading Texas State 20 to nine with nine minutes left to go in the game. We've seen this story before. After a pick six, Texas State goes down, scores a touchdown, and here is where we talk about this all the time. The offense goes three and out. People are going to blame the defense. They give up two touchdowns in the last nine minutes of the game, so it's on the defense. We're hearing a lot about this now complimentary football, the offense has to run the game out. The offense gets the ball back with about four minutes to go. It's a four-minute offense. You need a couple of first downs, and then who knows if they can go down the field. Joey Holbert caught a 22-yard pass. Um, touchdown. I mean, give Texas State a lot of credit. I mean, they could have, you know, TJ Finley throws a pick six games over nine minutes to go. We can give Texas state a lot of credit, but the Warhawks offense let them down. They need, they went three and out. You need to get a couple of first downs. Ask Texas state, Texas state knows exactly. Don't think Texas state wasn't thinking exactly what happened against the Cajuns, right? They were up by nine. They allow a touchdown drive. They didn't quite go three and out, but close enough. And they got their punt blocked. Then they fumbled. Don't think Texas State wasn't thinking exactly that. Because that's probably exactly what they were thinking. Hey, just like those guys stopped us, we can stop ULM. So everyone's going to blame the defense. The offense needs to get a couple of first downs. If you get a couple of first downs and they call a bunch of timeouts and they get two minutes, let's see if they called any timeouts. And they start calling timeouts and whatever the case may be. They did call a couple of timeouts. Hunter Smith run for no gain. Jaya Wright run for two yards. Hunter Smith run for nine yards. They called two timeouts. Texas State got got the ball back with 3.15 to go. If you get one first down there, you might have won the game or make it much harder for Texas State. That's a tough, tough loss for ULM. Again, all the credit in the world to Texas State. Brutal loss 
for uh, ULM. Brutal. Uh, and it has been a tough, tough run for them. On the other side, Texas State wins five games for the first time in forever and are one game away from going to a bowl game. All right? You don't lose the same game twice, and they almost did. And give credit to DJ Finley, right? He, I don't want to say he screwed up the Cajuns games, but when it, the game, but when it was time to make a play, he didn't. And in this one, he did. Good job by them. Good job by Texas State. Bad job by Monroe. Again, people are going to blame the defense. The offense needs to run out the clock. And that's what happens. All right, quickly, uh, Troy, by the way, is the other good team in this uh, conference. I don't know if I would trust the rest. We'll see. We'll see how Georgia State does against the Cajuns. It, they could come in here and prove a point. I don't know. I don't trust Marshall. I still don't trust South Alabama. Um, that's about it. We'll see about the Cajuns. We'll see about the Cajuns. Meanwhile, Troy, let's see what we got here. Uh, they take care of Army. Good job by uh, Troy. Army's not the easiest. I guess it was raining. They win 19-0. Gunnar Watson, an okay day, 10 to 21, 227, doesn't turn over, does throw one touchdown. Kamani Vidal, 23 carries, 116 yards, doesn't score. But they did a good job of stopping what is not the easiest defense. They gave up 255 yards against Army. 255 yards against Army. That's outstanding. All right. Outstanding. I don't even want to look, but I will. <laughs> I know Army had a, a 80-yard touchdown pass against Syracuse. Now, this, let's see what the numbers are. They had, well, they only had 270 against Syracuse. The sad thing is, so they had more against Syracuse, but 80 of that is on the last play of the game or so. Uh, Syracuse actually did a really good job in the second, third, and fourth quarters defensively, to be honest with you, except on the last play. All right, so quickly, let's, uh, go, we've gone long here. But let's check out the standings here in uh, the Sun Belt. Um, where'd they go? Oh, we're at the wrong conference here. Okay. So James Madison leads the East, but they can't win the East. So you have Georgia State. They're 2-1. and one. Old Dominion is 2-1. and one. Just saying. They were off. They're 2-1. and one. Georgia Southern is one and one. Marshall one and one. App State one and one. Coastal Carolina one and two. So they're going to have their work cut off for it. All right. Not out of it. Especially because James Madison, they probably wouldn't have a shot with the JMU if JMU was eligible. But they're one game back of Georgia State. Well, one and a half games back of Georgia State because Georgia State beat them. All right. So that's. They lose a tiebreaker against Georgia State. They're going to need Georgia State to lose to have any shot. In the West, Troy leads Tech, or Troy and Texas State are two and one. Cajuns were off, so that'll get made up somewhere along the way. They're one and one. Arkansas State is one and one. They were off. South Alabama's playing Southern Miss on Tuesday. They're one and one. Monroe and Southern Miss are 0 and 3. And unless Southern Miss can overcome a 16 and a half point deficit, they're going to be 0 and 4 and 1 and 6. Whew. We'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. So uh, right now, James Madison and uh, and Troy, I believe, are the two best teams right now in the conference. Probably head and shoulders above everybody else. All right. We'll see how good the Cajuns are. Um, they get, let's see, the Cajuns get 
I thought it is Georgia State. I got somebody in between. Georgia State, South Alabama, and Arkansas State at Arkansas State. So, oh, then and Southern Miss. So they're not playing Troy for a month. So that's way down the road. Who knows what everything's going to look like then? Um, they got to take care of Georgia State at home for homecoming and Arkansas or and uh, and the road trip to South Alabama. All right, went a little bit long uh, for only four ball games, but uh, it's there's a lot going on in the Sun Belt, and you know they we, JMU should be ranked, but they're not because even though the game was on TV, nobody's watching it or just wasn't impressed with Georgia Southern, whatever the case is, you know. Don't understand. Uh, all right, we will do more. We'll uh, we'll look ahead. We're going to preview uh, South Alabama and Southern Miss. We will do that on Monday. That's coming up on. Uh, well, we'll do that for Tuesday. All right, get my dates right. We'll do that for the Tuesday episode as that ball game is coming up early in the week. Once again, thank you so much. We got 750 subscribers or over that. We are uh, three quarters of the way there. Going to take a little bit longer than we first uh, had hoped. Uh, but we will get there. Appreciate everyone subscribing uh, and the commenting. We're getting more and more comments uh, as we go. Surprise, you guys aren't calling me out on my picks because they have not, not been very good at all. <laughs> not been very good at all. Uh, again, all, don't forget about the audio downloads. You can always find them at uh, wherever you get your locked on, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, but Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify appear to be the most popular. Please rate and review if you are listening in Apple. Uh, thanks again. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. You've been listening and watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team, every day.